Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1879, 10 Lessons from Project 333, The Ups and Downs of My Capsule Wardrobe Experience by Claire of wantless.co.uk, and I'm Justin Mollick. Hope you're having a great start to your week if you're listening in real time. And welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. Minimalism today as it's Minimalist Monday. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. 10 Lessons from Project 333, The Ups and Downs of My Capsule Wardrobe Experience by Claire of wantless.co.uk. Could you get by wearing the same handful of outfits for the next few months? Courtney Carver's wildly popular Capsule Wardrobe Challenge, Project 333, asks people to do just that, wearing only 33 items, including clothes, coats, shoes, and accessories for a three-month period. I've reached the end of my Project 333 challenge, and if you're thinking about giving it a try yourself, here's a warts and all account of how I've found the past three months. Number one, Project 333 is harder than it sounds. I thought I had a pretty small wardrobe as it was, but limiting myself to 33 items was tough. I went on holiday and couldn't wear flip-flops because they weren't among my 33 pieces of clothing. I have to admit to questioning my commitment to the cause when I found myself barefoot on a beach, standing repeatedly on broken glass. Note, broken glass barefoot torture is not a compulsory part of minimalism. Number two, your clothing choices have to be pretty strategic. Project 333 doesn't stop you from wearing bright or patterned clothing, but it's easier if you can mix and match your items to create a variety of outfits and I've found myself coming back time and time again to my staples of plain grays, blacks, and blues. Number three, limiting your choices can make life simpler. Most of the time, heading straight to a select few hangers each morning to pick out an outfit for the day was a pretty simple undertaking. Similarly, it didn't take me long at all to choose what to wear on a night out with friends. And as for fancy occasions, my choice of dress, Shoes, bag, and necklace were pretty much made for me already. Number four, you have to be on top of your laundry game. Do I wear the slightly damp from the washing machine top or the dirty top with yesterday's cooking stain on it into the office today? These were the glamorous choices I ended up making when I neglected to do the laundry for more than a few days at a time. I went with damp, by the way. Number five, the project will make you realize the value you get or don't get from what you buy. This applies to people like me who rarely buy clothes as well as those who hit the shops all the time. In the three-month period, I bought one item of clothing, a good quality new raincoat, which had left me with feelings of guilt and buyer's remorse. 
I had still been battling debt at the time and felt I'd succumbed to an unnecessary impulse purchase. The day after, I very nearly returned it. But it turned out to be one of my most frequently worn items. In hindsight, it was a good buy and I should have chilled the heck out about it. Just as it will help shopaholics question excessive spending habits, it will help frugal types loosen up about buying higher quality items if they know they're going to get a lot of value from them. Number six, build in some wild card choices to give yourself extra flexibility. When I first began Project 333, I chose 30 items and kept open three empty slots, which I called my wild cards. Boy, this came in handy. The slots were filled within a few weeks because I'd been fairly bad at predicting everything I would need for three months, hence the later barefoot on glass scenario. The three items I ended up selecting were a white scarf, which doubled up as a kind of shawl over sleeveless dresses, a necklace, I'd forgotten to add any jewelry to my list, and my new raincoat. Number seven, take it all with a dash of humor if you don't want it to add to your stress levels. Picture the scene a few weeks ago. A heavy shower had abated, leaving the late evening sunshine glistening over the newly cleansed streets. I've taken the opportunity to go out on a quiet stroll around the neighborhood with my wife and dog. I feel content. Even my wellies feel comfortable and I can splash through the puddles without a care in the, hang on, wellies aren't on my list. I spent the rest of the walk in a sulk, so mad at myself for having broken the rules. But if you read Courtney Carver's great website, you'll fairly soon realize that this is not the point of the experiment at all. She's pretty clear that while there are rules, you're then free to make them work for you. For me, the challenge was about trying to remove an element of stress from my life, so beating myself up over one mistake was hardly in the spirit of the endeavor. Number eight, people probably won't notice. I had no comments from workmates about why I was wearing the same outfits to work day in, day out. I can only assume they hadn't realized. People are usually taking less notice of you than you think they are. Number nine, when you reach the end, your original wardrobe will feel ridiculously extravagant. I have to admit, I really loved creaking open the drawer where I'd stashed all my other clothes. So much choice. I thoroughly enjoyed putting on long lost favorites that I had taken for granted beforehand. I also, straight off the bat, got rid of nine or 10 items I knew I didn't need anymore, either because I hadn't missed them or they had been a staple during Project 333 and so I'd worn them to death. Number 10, one round of Project 333 is enough to give you a serious insight into simplifying your wardrobe for good. Many people go straight from one round of Project 333 into the next, choosing another 33 items which will see them through the next season and repeating season after season. I guess living within those boundaries permanently helps them to simplify their lives, and that's great. But others, like me, work best by thinking of a strict challenge as an experiment of sorts to see which elements to keep and which to leave behind. Project 333 has helped me in many ways. I have a new appreciation for the things I own. I found it easier to say goodbye to clothes I didn't miss. It's helped me pack light on a holiday, and it's also helped me get a greater sense of my personal style. I'm now ready to take what I've learned and apply it to my full wardrobe, building a smaller, permanent collection of the things I love, but without feeling hemmed in by any self-imposed rules. You just listened to the post titled, 10 Lessons from Project 333, The Ups and Downs of My Capsule Wardrobe Experience by Claire 
of wantless.co.uk. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. Number eight, people not noticing, is probably the one I hear the most, and one Courtney Carver mentions frequently. We often think that everyone is checking out our outfits, but when it's made up more of basics, then it's harder for people to tell if that's the same thing if they even notice at all, which is probably unlikely in the first place. Plus, basics can look great. Personally, I often think better than outfits that aren't basic. As Claire mentioned, with higher quality items, but fewer, you're really getting good use out of items you truly love instead of barely using items that you kinda like. And I think this happens naturally for many of us too. Like for me personally, my favorite t-shirts keep getting worn because they're my favorite but you can truly have a collection of favorites. And if it's more than 33 items that really are your favorites, so be it. But this challenge is a nice way to truly find out if they really are your favorites or if they're more like, eh, one day, just in case kind of items. So I recommend trying it out. And Project 333 is also a book now. It's a new book from Courtney Carver, so you can check that out for more. But in either case, dig into your closet, see what's back there. I hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.